welcome to Plato's Gravity. I'm Aaron, and I'm still drunk. He, we haven't even started yet. That's I know. What Aaron, happened? I had a long night last night. A tiny Korean man fed me tequila, and did you use your hands for the tequila? Or the Korean man, the tequila. Uh, <laughs> yes. Then you fed you tequila. That, that's, ac- that's accurate. So what's interesting is you've said my name, but you haven't said yours. And also, tequila is not beer, and this is not about tequila, although tequila is great in much smaller quantities. Than beer. Then wait. You yeah. don't want a 16-ounce tequila? No, I mean, it's in, in much smaller quantities than what I imbibe. Well, I'm Jason. Well, this is Jason. All right, fan, fantastic. And we are actually drinking a 16-ounce quantity. Actually, we're sharing because we just have one. <laughs> we the beer have for to drink is... beer for the show. And I really suck, uh, suck, suck so, it up. It's gonna be good. It's gonna. It smells good. It smells amazing. It is a Bavarian Weiss beer. It is from Urban Chestnut. Mm. It is called Schnickelfritz. <laughs> Shout out to EJ from Nimblejack. Thanks for the beer, bro. Uh, Why is that funny? It's just a German word. It is Schnickelfritz actually a word? Schnickelfritz? I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing it is. <laughs> it's. Uh, so it's quite tasty. It reminds me of, um, it reminds me of the Yazoo Hefeweizen, like way back in the day, which is silly. I, it, I'm assuming it's probably just a very standard uh, Weiss beer yeast. Yeah, no, this is yeah. I'm sure this is just a, yeah, a nice, nice like clovey. Yeah, it's gonna have some clove and banana. I haven't actually smelled it yet. I did look up uh, the, uh, according to Urban Dictionary, the word Schnickelfritz is a term of endearment of uncertain Germanic origin. It means something akin to rascal, scamp, or little chatterbox. I actually looked at the Google that he googled, and I thought it said litter chatterbox. Litter chatterbox. Litter like I think we need to move on from that. Man, I can't we are garbage. We, this is. Man, there's definitely some good banana character in this beer. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's got one of those like big giant opening. How do we feel about this? I love so it has the the can where you like you rip off the top and like the whole top of the can comes off. It's basically um, the only like I would drink that straight out of the can. I love drinking out of those cans. I cannot explain it. So to our previous listeners um, who asked about the glassware, if you want to get some Urban Chestnut beer, they also make a couple other good beers. Uh, they have a German pilsner called Stamtisch. 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 S T A M. You're looking at me like I'm going to be like I'm trying. I'm not correcting you. Yeah, uh, the German pilsner is really good. So Urban Chestnut uh, Brewing Company. If you find some of that, drink it out of the can. Jason and I are using glasses today because that's what we do for the show. That's Plus, true. I don't want to share a can with Jason. We just have one. Yeah. Um. So what are we talking about today, Jason? You know. Uh, you know what? It's Christmas time in mm. the city and also the countryside. And I think one of the most uh, I'm annoying, pretty sure that's a Beyonce song. I think yeah. one of the most annoying things about Christmas is when people uh, ask you what you want for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas, Aaron? <laughs> that's so. I wanted to help out our listeners and come up with some great Christmas gift ideas for your the home brewer in your life or. If you are the home brewer in your life, you can use this list to get good stuff from your friends, family, and other suckers who want to buy you stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, we're just going to do... I've heard the internet likes lists. We're just going to do every other, so, right? Yeah, we can. Yeah, but we don't do shows, so we're not going to have like a listicle in our in our shows for this. It's just going to be like Aaron and Jason talk about Christmas gifts. Is listicle say. a real word? Listicle is a real word. Is it? 
Is that not what like the doctor touches and makes you cough? A tongue depressor? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> slow on the uptake. I mean, you can do with it what you want, but <laughs> let's. Uh, so, uh, Jason, uh, you wanna you wanna you wanna you wanna paper rock scissors to see who gets to say their gift first? Uh, We're gonna go every other. I'm going to actually just defer to you. Oh, um, I wanted to try to do paper rock scissors without of camera and see how it worked. That's a weird order to say that in paper pa- rock scissors. Yeah, rock paper scissors. Yeah, lizard Spock. No. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna try to mix up my values because you know my friends and family members have varying amounts of willingness to contribute things of value to me. So I'm gonna say some things that are inexpensive that I would love as a gift uh, as a home brewer. Ooh, shots and, fired. Take that, Aaron's well, family. I, I think it's <laughs> fine to have people with varying amounts of willingness to buy you things of certain expense levels. Yeah. First of all, there's like a connection separation, like. My cousins don't owe me as much as my mom. Look, people don't owe you anything for Christmas. Even though I said that, that's bullshit. What you need for Christmas is love and togetherness and family. But if they want to buy you stuff... Maybe a tongue depressor. They shouldn't buy you as expensive as shit the further away they are from you in the family tree. Or if they just don't have money. Jason, I can't believe you've... you've I've I d- derailed I did, so I did many this. things. I did this, but And you, but I feel you did good it. about it. But let's talk about Christmas. Okay, so what about, so, in your, if you're... So I'm going to go with one expensive gift first. Because okay. I, I think this is the thing that can make the most difference in your, in, in your homebrewer's life or in your life if you are the home brewer. I know what he's going to say. A, a chest freezer. Oh, that's not what I thought he was going to oh, say. Oh, man, because a chest freezer with a temperature controller. I mean, let's be real. Uh, but if someone bought me a chest freezer, I would buy my own temperature controller. Even if they already have one, an additional one can just create new possibilities. Like you can keg beer and lager beer at the same time at different temperatures. This is important. Chest freezers, unless they already have like three, I think it's the way to go. It's my number one gift. Do give me a size. Like if someone's out there looking for their home brewer, what are they? Specifically, what are we looking for? I, I think it's like five cubic feet for every beer they brew a month. Okay. I'm not gonna do that math in my head. Um. Honestly, my number one pick for uh, the homebrewer in your life is beer. Beer. Uh, Very specifically, though, find something that's unusual that you can't really get all the time. That's not necessarily local, but is local somewhere. And if you are uh, listening to this podcast and you're not a homebrewer, first of all, thank you. Uh, Second of all, if you don't know what's rare beer, ask someone who does. Oh, 100%. Um, because lots of beer that people have given me that they said is rare beer is just <laughs> beer. <laughs> and you know what? I'm very grateful for that beer, and it kind of like makes me chuckle in my heart. Like I'm not bitter about it. Um, That's a, is that a beer joke? No. Uh, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very hoppy about it. <laughs> that, that's a beer joke. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, but yeah, if you really want to have like that genuine appreciation that someone gets when you when they like when, you know because what you want you want when you give someone a gift that's about something they they care about and love what you want to do is you want to surprise them with the thoroughness of the gift and if you want to surprise someone with the thoroughness of the gift do some fact checking on how rare the beer is and actually like if you are someone who doesn't know about beer and you find like you go out of your way to ask people to figure this out how much uh, you know that amount of effort is beautiful and we love you for it and they will love you for it that's my number one pick is obscure beer by the way if you need to know if beer is rare uh there's a couple great ways to find that out one of them is to hit us up on twitter at plato's gravity 
Or untapped at Plato's Gravity. Or on Instagram. Maybe Facebook, although Facebook, meh. I don't really use the Facebook too much, uh, but you can hit us up there. I will see it and I will respond to it. Yeah. All right, so... uh, number two. What do you... Uh, what do you got going on? Uh, number two, and, and I think, so uh, this is one where you kind of have to know what's in their setup, but if they don't already have one, I'm going to go with a wart chiller. Everyone needs one. You shouldn't brew without one. That's, uh, that is 100% accurate, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty simple, and, and, and you know, if it's if your home brewer and your life is, a, if, if, here's the thing, if they don't have a wart chiller, then what they need is an immersion wart chiller, because if they needed something better than that, they would already have it. Well, and I think, like, on the show notes, we had a very specific one. That well, you can't, I mean, that's a really fucking awesome one that's expensive, but I mean, oh, you can get them. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, like the, the Hydra thing. Yeah. Yeah, that thing is amazing. That's like 100, but, but I mean, if you're going to buy someone that wart chiller, you might consider the options of getting them a plate wart chiller or a counterflow wart chiller, because those are kind of in the same conversation in yeah. terms of effectiveness and price. Um, but they're going to need more fittings for... The other ones, the the Hydra thing, they just you know hook it up to a hose and run it. So, uh, but yeah, if they don't have a wart chiller, it means they're probably new into brewing, and they will hug you and love you for buying them a wart chiller. Yeah. Um, anyone who is new to brewing, the worst part is the chilling, and that's what you should get yourself for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, what's your uh, number two? Uh, yeah, my, my number two is um, books. <laughs> that's not fair like I had a book on my list and you just oh, took no. all of the books but I, you know that's fine I have other things I want uh, as a uh, specifically um, it depends on how into brewing you are but there's a really uh, well there are a few really good books that I've seen around that I haven't picked up yet um, on water Right, the water books. Now, I feel like you have to be really into into brewing to pick up the water books. That's not like the book you're going to get. But if you have a guy who's or a gal who's super into brewing, um, the or water somewhere books in between. Are good. John Palmer's book. If you have a cat on, that's really into brewing, too. yeah. If you have a cat that's really into brewing, definitely get John Palmer's <laughs> book on water. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, actually, so water tables are just uh, fascinating, and the yeah. So Jason is going with water books. I'm going to throw in, I'm, I'm going to throw down on yours and, and say that. Um, the there's lots there's lots of great books so it's hard to to leave some good ones out but i think uh randy mosher's book on on uh tasting beer Mm. is i can't remember the title right now and this is the sparge we don't try that hard but Uh, randy mosher's book on tasting beer jokes on you i never try hard (laughs) (laughs) that is fantastic so so even though i i hijacked on your books it's my turn for my my and i would also say um uh brew like a yeti um, yeah, check that out. Shout out to Jeremy Zimmerman. Yeah. Author. Uh, like a and, Yeti. and he's got a couple other books. Um, what was the, the one about me? Um, make make me like, like a Viking. Yeah. Definitely give those a look. Yeah. It's, uh, it's some pretty fun stuff, especially if you want to do some, um, some, some currently kind of like old school, like no equipment, but just making it work. Brewing. And if you want to know where beer came from, like how it was made, and to see how far we've gone. I'm a history nerd. I think it's cool. Beer comes from Stoney's. That's <laughs> 16th and Emerson. That's, we're going to say yes. <laughs> That's 100% not where I live. That is, it's not where you live by by 100%. I mean, that's correct. That's um, so I'm going to tag, I'm, I'm going to tag, my, my, uh, another thing that I, I want people to buy me stuff that I wouldn't buy myself, but that I think is really course. cool. And yeah. one of the things that I'm just too cheap to buy is a, is a good pH meter. Uh, you can usually find them uh, in the $50 range that eh, might last for a season, uh, or you can buy a nicer one around. I, I've heard uh, professional brewers tell me not to buy one that didn't cost 120 bucks. So if the 
person you love or the person who loves you is into a $120 gift, a pH meter, solid gift. Uh, yeah, I kind of um, picking by picking, kind of picking. So I'm going to pig for a second and actually make a completely unrelated thing. With my mouth, it's happening. Check this out. You want to get a refractometer. Ooh, a refractometer is a solid gift. And here's the thing. From my experience, you can buy refractometers at your homebrew shop. I am super into supporting your local homebrew shop. But unfortunately, our local homebrew shop's cheapest refractometer is like 70 bucks, And it's literally the same refractometer that you can buy on Amazon for 20 bucks. That's too big of a price jump. I support them in other ways. You should definitely pick up a refractometer for 20 bucks. That's a nice, easy gift. It changes your brew day. It changes your fermentation. It's beautiful. Uh, accuracy. And it's kind of fun. You feel more, more science-y. You feel like more of a science person or science cat. If, you, if you're a brewing cat that is also a podcast listener, then you'll feel real science. You, you will be in science. Yeah, refractometer, absolutely the way to go. Um, I'm going to go with number four. We're doing five of these, by the way, Jason. Number four oh, for me is another thing that I Good Lord. don't want to buy myself. And this is kind of... So I, I, it's nice to have kegs. I want someone to buy me a two and a half gallon keg for Christmas because they're... He's looking at me. They're more expensive. You, you already got me a Christmas gift. It makes me sound wonderful right now. Thank you, Jason, for this beautiful new microphone. Two and a half gallon keg. Um, they're more expensive a lot of times than the five gallon kegs you can get. They're super convenient. They don't take up as much space in your freezer. I'd love to have one, but I can't bring myself to pay more for something that is smaller than what I have. Um, you got two more. Number four. I know. Um, I don't know why I sounded sad. Like, I mean, I feel like it's a cop out, but if you're really into this person that you're getting the gift for, why not get a tilt? A tilt? Oh, uh, right. I mean, You're if all about measuring some gravity with your gift choices. I like it. Well, a little bit. I mean, to a certain degree, uh, cool it off. Great. Yeah. But like having numbers. <sighs> yeah. A tilt, a tilt Bluetooth floating hydrometer is you guys an amazing gift. He sighed. I was trying to. Uh, what I'm trying to say is the numbers are the best way to make uh, the same beer twice. Yeah. And I think if you, if you have someone who likes to make lagers. And wants to use the quick lagering methods where you need to have kind of a bead on the gravity of your beer at any given time. Those tilts just make the job a lot easier. It sucks to have to like uh, take, you know, expose your beer to oxygen so you can take a gravity reading and you can just avoid all that with the tilt. That is amazing shit. I'm going to go for my last pick. I'm going to go with another product that is, I think, new to the market this year. Uh, It's a little expensive. Uh, There's other things that do just as good of a job, but it's the kind of one that's kind of in the price range that I might buy for myself. And I'm going to go with the Catalyst Conical Fermenter. It is uh, food-grade plastic. You t- attach a ball jar. There's a butterfly valve at the bottom, so you can drain the trobe. Uh, you can start collecting your own yeast, uh, and it just it just looks very, very pretty, and I think it would uh, help me with beer clarity, which I struggle with because I'm a lazy brewer. Hello. Jason, we already started. Shit. Uh, I'm going to say, honest. You guys, I'm still hungover. Ah, I'm going to go with Beersmith. Oh, like a subscription to Beersmith? Yes, buy them Beersmith. They mm. will love you for Actually, uh, you kind of talk trash about Beersmith a lot on the show. Well, it's because the fucker's name is Brad. Hey, Brad. <laughs> Brad I, don't, I don't think Brad listens to the show. You don't know. He yeah. might. That'd be Brad, great. Brad, if you're out there, if you, Brad, I will arm wrestle show. you. 
I'll you, arm wrestle you and the dude from Fountain Square Brewing at the same time. <laughs> Fountain Square Brewery. I don't want to say Fountain Square Brewing. It's not the name. Brewing company. Yeah. Yes. We're going to arm. At some point, we're going to have him on the show and we're going to arm wrestle. All right. Uh, well, not Brad. Probably not Brad Smith. I mean, Brad, if you if you are listening to the show, please, please hit us up on the socials. I'm sure you're not. If you somebody knows Brad Smith, that'd be great, too. But you should buy a software. It is very good. It makes beer making uh, wonderful. And again, going back to the numbers. If you want to make the same beer twice, you have to track things. You have to keep good notes. Um, if you're not into subscription software, a nice beer journal um, oh. or a, a brewer's journal would be good, too. You can tell we've been doing this show a while, a long time. I was just going to say, Jason, I'm surprised that a beer journal didn't make your list. That's uh, that's more your speed. Well, it is, but I think Beersmith's a little more um, nerdy. I, th- I, I feel like it's easier to track metrics. All over right. time uh through beersmith so for me it's great again history nerd i like to see what happened this time i like to see what happened last time i like to easily compare them beersmith makes it quick sweet makes it searchable makes it so the last two christmas gifts the catalyst fermenter and the beersmith software subscription hope you guys enjoyed this uh, very special christmas edition of the sparge we hope you have a great week. Again, as we mentioned, you can hit us up on socials. We love it when our listeners reach out with questions for the show that have things to do with homebrewing, or if you just have questions about us in general, we're happy to uh, address those as well. Hope you have a great week. In the meantime, buy your loved ones some Christmas gifts, brew some beer, and have some fun. <laughs>